Welcome to Piloting the Pilots, the podcast where two ambivalent TV viewers watch television pilots and let you know which shows soar to the highest heights of the small screen or crash and burn. My name is Aaron, and golly, it's cold in here. <laughs> so if my voice is shaky, it's because I'm freezing. Uh, With me, as always, is my snow bear, Cameron. How are you doing today, honey? Hi. Harvard and hard do that. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, it's Norwegian. Excellent. You... <laughs> you didn't learn Norwegian for today's episode? No, we're not doing this all in Norse. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. I, I guess I'll, I'll just do this in okay. plain old English then. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> I only know a few Norse words, honey. Yule. <laughs> which, which the title card came up and you were like, Jewel. <laughs> I know. I did that on purpose, honey. I know. I know. It I know. was a joke. I got, I got your japes. You got my japes? <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah. I hope you've had a good week. Yeah, it's been... It's yeah, been this fun. is the first time we've seen each other since last <laughs> week. You just kind of turned me off. You decommissioned me over the corner. <laughs> I do. I unplug you. Plug you back in when I need you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, this week, as you may know, we did a Norwegian Christmas television show. There's so many TV shows about Christmas. Not movies, but TV shows, like an actual series. This is mind-boggling to me. See, and now I'm wondering, because like my my first thought was with that was because of um, we live in a binge culture now. Right. Maybe it is a natural kind of uh, progression. progression to be like, well, everyone likes these Christmas rom-com movies. Mm-hmm. We could just do a Christmas rom-com television show. Yeah, but it and just give them makes them episodes. so boring, and it spreads them out Ugh. over the course of way too much time. Way too much time. But then I also, this is a Norwegian show. Mm-hmm. It's imported... Was it binged in Norway, or was it weekly? And then again, Ugh. as we're going to learn today, <laughs> in Scandinavia, Christmas really does extend over a longer period of right, time. Right, right. So maybe it does make sense for them to have like an eight-week Maybe Christmas. for them. <laughs> but for, but for <laughs> us. <laughs> now, I don't mind celebrating Christmas for eight weeks. Oh, I'm yeah. good with this. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. I am down yes. like a clown. <laughs> With that. <laughs> Do you want to read me the show synopsis? Because I have no idea what I just watched. Sure. The constant comments on single life of 30-year-old Johan and society's expectations of the perfect family Christmas finally gets to her. Johan starts a 24-day hunt for a partner to bring home for Christmas. Which is like the plot of every single, like, 12 days of Christmas. Everything. It's essentially holiday again. Yeah, That's yes. what it is. Yes. And, in fact, that's what I said to her yeah. show. I was like, she should just bring in a holiday. <laughs> and not, not to jump too far ahead, but like holiday, mm-hmm. I think where this show suffers mm-hmm. is it just expects us to relate to her plight right. rather than relate to her. There's nothing yeah. particularly likable about her. Nope. <laughs> You know, so we're just supposed, the only connection we're supposed to be have is, mm-hmm. doesn't this suck? 
Right. It's like, when this happens to you, losers at home, doesn't it suck? <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, like, you never re- really sympathize with her or connect with her on any other level. No, it's you don't. just that. Mm-hmm. But, well, she does play Tetris. You like playing Tetris. <laughs> Didn't you connect to that? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> I connected to That's all I need. <laughs> so that's our episode. <laughs> and we're done. And we're done. No, we... Oh, man, wouldn't that be great if we just had, like, a five-minute podcast? <laughs> I don't even know. Did we ever give the title of the show? Oh, no. It's Home for Christmas. Home for Christmas, yeah. which yeah. I saw it advertised for season two just what? recently. So, yes. The marriaging. Because the... <laughs> <laughs> the subtitles on the this e- were so off <laughs> that e- that's what they would explain it to be. The end of this season is her being like, you know what? I'm okay by myself. And then season two rolls around. She's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Must get married. Must have babies. My ovaries are going to (laughs) explode. So this is starring Ida Elise Brock. Brock. Uh, She plays Johan. Why am I saying, why am I giving it that flavor? I'm not sure. It feels problematic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, she was in Lilyhammer. I'm not going to correct it. (laughs) She was in Lilyhammer and One Night. Pretty much we're not going to recognize any of these. But anyway, we got Eric Curtis Johnson as Heinrich. Or Henrik. (laughs) <laughs> he was in Baby and Jeff Hobbs. Okay, go Jeff. <laughs> yeah, way to go, Jeff. <laughs> uh, we have Gabrielle Lythug as Jorgen. Mm-hmm. She was in Home for Christmas. Oh, go Gabrielle. <laughs> we got Mad Peterson. As, he's so mad. He's so mad. As Stein, he was in The Twelfth Man and Dode Meingar Pusky. Mm. We got Odger Thune. And he was also in... Oh, 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 he also plays a man named Heinrich? Maybe that's a popular name. Like, there is a guy named Tor in it. And I was like, yeah, Tor Johnson. (laughs) Tor Johnson. Yeah. Well, it just seemed weird to me. But it would be like, if you wrote a TV show and had two people named John Smith. (laughs) Like, you don't have to. Just because it's a common name. That's true. Uh, But anyway, he was in the Be Foreigners, which I like that title. Mm. And Valkyrian. Mm. And then we have Allegra Clark, who also plays Johan. Maybe they play younger versions of the characters. Hmm, Maybe. But anyway, she was in Dragon Age Inquisition as Josephine. Wow, she was the voice of Josephine? Oh, cool. And she was also the voice of Spider-Gwen. Was she in this episode? Because I normally recognize voices. I don't think so, because we only had one Johan in this. Johan. Johan. Johanna. 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 I guess it's Johanna. It's Johanna. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, but she was, did the voice of Spider-Gwen in Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. I can't believe she did the voice of Josephine. That's awesome. I want to hear it now. <laughs> there you go. Now, now we got to keep watching. <laughs> uh, this was released December 5th, 2019. Okay. The number one song was Circles by Post Malone. Mm-hmm. And the number one movie was Frozen 2, which seems almost appropriate, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of some garbage happening. Ugh. What's going on with you, Scandinavia? Come on. <laughs> the first Frozen. You guys were cool. You were once cool. Yeah. I like the first Frozen okay. Yeah. Okay. It's all right. The second one is trash. Yeah, absolutely. I haven't even bothered watching it, and I'm calling it garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your uh, predictions for Home for Christmas? A down and out but perfect woman. Can't get a date for Christmas. Blah, blah, blah. Same old, same old. 
Nice. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. My predictions were, I think this is going to be more like what we wished Holiday was. Mm. I also hope it embraces the fact that it is a Norwegian show <laughs> and doesn't try to pull up, we're all clearly Norwegian, but we're pretending to take place in Erie, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I don't know. Do they embrace the fact that they're Norwegian? Yeah. And no. Oh, yeah, right. But maybe we're thinking they're all Vikings because at one point I was like, where are their axes? <laughs> you gotta come out with axes. We watched this dubbed. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> the dubbing definitely wanted to make us think that we were in America. Yeah. The subtitles were were crazy. Cre- like lactation was milk bursting boobs. <laughs> I like milk bursting boobs. <laughs> you know what? It's not off the mark. Honestly, when I was pregnant with our two boys, it was milk bursting boobs. Is what it was. It was, it was like it was like watching two separate movies because yes. we, we watch all these with subtitles. because We're old and we we can't I, hear. I can't hear. But um, I would suggest though, again, kind of jumping to the end of our episode. But why not? <laughs> um, if you're gonna watch this, I would watch it with just subtitles. Oh yeah. I think the subtitles were much better than what the yes. dubbing was. Milk bursting boobs, excellent. Well, and the <laughs> dubbing didn't even make sense in some places no. because she asks a specific date at one point. Yeah. And the subtitles say December seventeenth, and the dubbing says December twentieth. Yeah, it doesn't even make sense. They're so off. This is so off. So it it was really like living in alternate dimensions. Yes. Like, how do you get that so radically the wrong? The only enjoyment I got out of this show was all of the, the differences in the uh, it was dubbing and the subtitles. Because you could definitely see the translation mm-hmm. process going on. Yes. But it seemed like the subtitles were closer to what it would have been in Norway. Yeah. And would have been funnier yeah. in a lot of yeah. ways. So, But on the other hand, I wanted it. We didn't actually have the choice. This is just what Netflix chose for mm-hmm. us. But I think I would have. If I had the choice, I'd definitely go with subtitles again. Mm-hmm. But for this show, mm-hmm. our show, I think dubbing was the way to go because that way you, we're not reading constantly right. and not paying attention to what's going on. Although we ended up doing that anyway. Yeah, so. I was just reading subtitles because they were hilarious. In the meantime, I wanted to give a quick follow-up mm-hmm. to Our Lady of Our Savior. <laughs> Wait, that, that sounds that's blasphemous. She wouldn't appreciate this. Dolly Parton. Okay. <laughs> she wouldn't. She wouldn't think that's funny. I just wanted to say that in a recent interview with Talia Hill, who I think is the nine-year-old girl who played Violet in Christmas on the Square. Oh, I liked her. She was out shooting one evening. She was telling this to an interviewer. She was out shooting one night getting a hot chocolate from the hot chocolate station. Hell yeah. Yeah, right? That girl knows how to live. <laughs> She's living it up. <laughs> living the dream. Hey, I'm not joking. I love and hot cocoa. She, and she was called back to set. So without looking, she started taking off across the street to hurry to get back. And she didn't notice that a vehicle was coming straight at her. What? Oh, my gosh. And suddenly she was yanked off her feet and like thrown to the ground, snatched from the jaws of death. By the one and only Dolly Parton. No way! So she really is like a savior. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, so Dolly Parton is not only like saving our lives through coronavirus <laughs> one life at but a she's time. She's physically doing <laughs> she, it. She, she, she rolls her sleeves up and gets her hands dirty wow, once in a while. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. Now, speaking of Scandinavia, <laughs> would you like some Scandinavian Christmas facts? I would love some. <laughs> okay. As most people already know, the period in which we celebrate Christmas was initially a Scandinavian pagan holiday (laughs) called Jule. Yule. (laughs) Yule. We Um, had the Yule lads, the Yule cat, the Yule log. Yep, we got all of it. Got it all. Got it all. Its original purpose was, what do you think? 
to uh, probably to celebrate winter solstice. Yes. Or maybe the birth of the giant Ymir? <laughs> maybe. Could be. But my research <laughs> said it was a little bit more it was a little bit more prosaic than that. It was really just to lift people's spirits. Well, yes, for definitely. Because there is a line uh, in Valhalla, you know, this terrible game that I'm playing. It's a three out of five. Yeah. But it's not great, guys. It's not an assassin game. It's, Just take your raiding party and wipe everybody making out. Making a Viking an assassin like, is that the doesn't make thing any ever. kind of sense. And I'm sorry, <laughs> it doesn't work. But anyway, she mentions at one point, like one of the the guys she's trying to ally with. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I, Lady Avor. Yeah. Whatever. Well, Be a dude Avor though, because Lady Avor makes no sense in the storyline. But, uh, but, but dude, dude Avor has such a beautiful voice. It doesn't make sense with the character. I am a Viking. Yeah. <laughs> He has I such a beautiful voice. I was like, this should be like the voice of an elf. <laughs> like, it's like Legolas. Yeah, he's the voice of Legolas, really. Shouldn't be the voice of a hardened Viking. <laughs> right. Although I loved Lady Avor's voice. I thought yeah, she had Anyway, getting back to the point. You're trying to ally with this guy who's a Saxon and he's really religious of uh, uh-huh. Christians. And he's like, I'm trying to get rid of all of this Yule stuff yeah. and just have Christ's mass. Yeah, right. And she's like, well, why would you do that? You would make everyone miserable. Because it's the wintertime. People need spirits, and they need to be livened. They need colors. Because winter really brings everybody down. It brings morale down. Right. It's necessary to party and and feast and have festivals. Yes, that's exactly right. In order to lift spirits. That's that's exactly right. So once again, the the makers of Assassin's Creed. Oh, they always nail their history. They always nail it. That's why this game got a three out of five. Their historical references and accuracy was spot on. Like, I mean, even more than that, due to the climate in the area, the crops have already been taken in. Yep. The nights are longer. Yeah, it's dark all There's the time. There's nothing to do. You don't mm-hmm. have Tetris. <laughs> you don't have Tetris, yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't have anything to do. Mm-hmm. And so it was a very depressing yes. time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, so that's why Yule lasts mm-hmm. for so long in that, that period because it's like, what else we got to do? Exactly. And it gave them something just to look forward to except for, you know, the ever-looming specter of death. Yeah. Because also, a lot of people die in the winter because of sickness and the cold. Yeah. And starvation. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until the 9th century that Christian missionaries made headway in transforming Yule and the pagan rituals associated with mm-hmm. it into something resembling what we might consider yes. Christmas today. Yeah. But yeah, up to then, it was pure pagan, baby. Well, that's why the Puritans banned Christianity a few hundred years ago. Yeah. Was because they they were like, this is all pagan. This has nothing to do with Jesus. Yeah, exactly. So they banned it. Puritans banned it, guys. They banned Christmas. Yeah, and they and they just needed something to overlay Mm -hmm. Christianity. So they were like, yeah, "Yeah, you can keep it, and we'll just make it Christian. Yeah, because nobody wants to be in a religion where it's all whip yourself every day because you suck. Yeah, well, and it's it's, (laughs) you know nobody wants that. You're already in a sucky time of year, and you don't want to be like totally morose for that entire time. You want something to look well, and throughout the whole year. Because early Christians were all about, oh, we're terrible sinners. Let's let's whip ourselves, basically. Right. Yeah. People. Nobody wanted that. Themselves. Yeah. That religion would not have spread. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it would not have gone anywhere. It would have died immediately. You need those. People joyous... need life. That's why Jesus turned water into wine. Baby. You've got to party sometimes. <laughs> That's what Jesus. Got to enjoy life. It's in the scriptures. It is in the Bible. Party. 
sometimes. Otherwise, Jesus would have left the water as water. Yeah, and it helps to picture Jesus as Keanu Reeves as Ted Theodore Logan. I do, but <laughs> I picture Jesus as this like awesome badass who's like politician, bang, you're dead. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Jesus no, hated politicians. Well, think about this. He was very brutal. He was very brutal. He overturns tax tables, and and he's. He hates politicians. This is obvious. And you've described him as sexy as F. Oh, yes. He is sexy AF. <laughs> Man, the son of God is going to be the sexiest MFR you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, Jesus to me is a sexy. Good jeans. Good sexy jeans. Sexy badass. Excellent jeans. <laughs> he is a sexy badass who just goes around taking things. So he's more like John Wick. <laughs> yes, he is John Wick. That Jesus. is my idea of Jesus. Okay, there you he go. He is John Wick. There you go. That is it in a nutshell. There you go. This is Jesus. So anyway, let's get back to, <laughs> let's get back to the Scandinavian stuff. <laughs> and he's very caring like John Wick too when it comes to puppies and kids. Exactly. Exactly. See? John Wick is Jesus. There you go. This is the this Actually is our, John Wick was modeled after Jesus. There you go. This is our this is our new splinter religion. <laughs> this is, uh, we um, call it Wickified. <laughs> depending on the area you live in Scandinavia, the Yule season can last for weeks, at least until January 6th, as we know as Epiphany. Mm -hmm. During this time, many gifts are exchanged and not just on Christmas. Christmas Day. As we've discussed previously, I don't like how that transitioned. <laughs> um, you, as we've discussed, you have different creatures like the Yule Lads. Yeah. That put candies and toys and in lick shoes bowls. And, and lick bowls and <laughs> sniff your glue and all that other weird stuff they do. <laughs> there is another Nordic tradition, and that is of the Nis. I'm going to say it's probably wrong, but the Nisse, I'm going to say. Okay. I'm just going to go with that. Yeah, sure. Um, which translates roughly to the little relative. And they're basically garden gnomes. If you <gasps> picture in your head a garden gnome, that okay. is what a Nisei is. Cool. That's David the gnome. They are particularly active during Yuletide. They are said to be mostly benevolent. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> we'll get into the mostly benevolent. Uh... But they live in your homes and barns of people in Scandinavia. They are thought to be the spirits of the farm's first owner. So whoever first settled that land and tamed that land turned into a gnome. Turned into a gnome and became like kind of the spiritual guardian of that. That's a shitty afterlife. Forever. <laughs> Don't get but any friends, again, any family. Well, I guess because it had to start out with only warriors went to heaven. Right. If yeah. you died in battle, if you're a farmer, I guess yeah. What, what, what where's your you afterlife? Exactly. Well, you went to like kind of like a weird purgatory, hellish. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. It was kind of um. Like in Greek mythology, it would be like Elysium was like the right. nice heaven. Yeah, yeah. And then you had like the afterlife. Which, yeah. yeah. Depending. Yeah. Was, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but you didn't, normal people yeah. didn't go to Valhalla, is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. So while they're said to be protective of their land and the families that settle there after them, they're also known to be temperamental and easy to anger. They are said to dislike <laughs> breaking from tradition, Ugh. swearing. <laughs> well, <laughs> yet. <laughs> and people pissing in the corners of barns. But I do that all the time. All the time. I, I must anger I'm all of our gnomes that we have. I'm always like, hey, hun, there's a bathroom right there. And you're like, but there's a barn. But there's a barn. <laughs> I like peeing in the corner. <laughs> Traditionally. While cussing. <laughs> oh, that's a good pee. Nice. Good impression of you. You nailed that impression of me, honey. <laughs> nailed it. 
Traditionally, a bowl of porridge with a dab of butter was laid out on Christmas Eve for the Nisei. Although, woe to anyone fucks that up. Oh, God. <laughs> there is a story of a Nisei who's given a bowl of porridge with the butter underneath the porridge. And so, why would you put butter under porridge? Is that to melt it faster? Maybe. Well, see, that doesn't really make sense if you listen to the story. Stop yep. interrupting. Fine. <laughs> so the Nissi got really pissed off and just started like murdering this guy's livestock. Oh my god! Like, how dare you give me this dry, gross porridge <laughs> with no butter? So he murdered everyone. And after and then you know after you murder a lot of animals, yeah. You're hungry. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to eat this dry, gross porridge anyway. <laughs> and he started eating it, and oh, he found the dab of butter on the bottom, and he felt so bad, <laughs> he stole someone else's livestock <laughs> and presented... Oh, that makes it all better. What about the yeah. gnome protecting the other person's livestock? What happened then? This is a vicious cycle. This is a vicious, vicious cycle. And then another... <laughs> Another story, this is not funny, is there was a story of a farmer's daughter who ate the porridge instead of presenting it to the Nisei. Oh, that bitch. Where, that's, what, that's, what, that's what he said. That's what he said? <laughs> and he beat her nearly to death. What? The farmer came out the next morning and just found his daughter just beaten to shreds. Oh, my God. As far as I'm concerned, they can have the porridge. <laughs> yeah, porridge is gross. <laughs> Even with a dab of butter. <laughs> and I love butter. <laughs> Nisa, as you might imagine, fell out of favor. Yeah. <laughs> during Christianization mm-hmm. and was equated to diabolism or the worshiping of false gods. Okay. Pretty much because they thought to even have a Nisei in your barn, you had to engage in anti Christian rites. <sighs> so, yeah. which is crazy because it all seems pretty easy to explain away because like, they don't freaking exist, you dum dums. Yeah. <laughs> but. No, you have to worship the devil in order to have one of these. But, well, here's where things get sticky wicked. Oh. What would happen, though, mm-hmm. is say you had your farm, and your farm was doing great. Okay. Because the Nisei would help you on your farm. Oh, no. And your neighbor's farm was not doing so great. Oh, great. So now we get a crucible situation yeah. where one farmer is like, they're devil worshiping the Nisei. Mm. That's why their farm is so much more productive than Burn mine. them at the stake. We need to burn them at the stake. Yeah. So, yeah, bad things could happen. Yeah. So, like, being successful was just is just a way of, like, mm-hmm. knocking someone down a peg, which is kind of wonderful. Hey, welcome to the world of being a woman. <laughs> but, but since we're talking about Scandinavian show, I got another little fact for you. Yes. Because the show's only 20 minutes long, guys. We're not going to Yeah, we're not going to talk about much anyway. It's a garbage show. <laughs> since we're talking about Scandinavian show, we are going to talk about... Well, have you ever heard of a wicker man? Yes, yes I have. How about a wicker goat? No, and I've heard of the Yule goat, but well, not the wicker goat. That's basically what this is. Oh, okay. Okay, it all started, well, it didn't all start, mm. but our story, such as it is, started in the year of our Lord, <laughs> Wick, John Wick. John Wick. <laughs> Wicked one. H H A W. Um, in 1966, in Yala, Sweden. Okay. And as all great Christmas traditions, it was started as a marketing campaign. 
The idea was to erect a straw Yule goat. Okay. A symbol of the holidays in that area of the world. And, like, it would be set up at the beginning of Advent, which would, like, kind of start the season. Right. So this goat was 43 feet tall, so about four stories tall. Wow. And stood in the town square. Okay. They made a big freaking goat. Holy crap. Yeah, they did. Now, as you can imagine. Yeah. You can't put something so tempting out in the open. <laughs> Without someone coming to fuck with it. Well, yeah. So it was that on that New Year's Eve, a vandal went out and burnt the goat to the ground. <laughs> Asshole. However, this has not deterred them from further goat shenanigans. Okay. They continue to build this goat every year after it was burnt down. Since then... Despite steep penalties and added security, the goat has only survived two Christmas. <laughs> Ten times. <laughs> well, now it's a dare. Exactly. Now it's a dare. Exactly. Arsonists will disguise themselves in festive attire, such as Santa Clauses oh my or gosh. elves, in an effort to burn Billy Goat Gruff's Billy Goat butt. Ah, oh, this is great. In 1996, they added security cameras to monitor the goat 24-7 throughout the season. <laughs> but in 2004, the goat's homepage was hacked. <laughs> and they played the, they did the old replaying old footage on the monitors. Right. Oh my god, really? <laughs> it's like an Ocean's Eleven <laughs> goat burning operation. <laughs> to get close enough to burn it down. That's awesome. That is awesome. Awesome. They have tried fireproofing the goat. And, and like, I know there's a lot of penalties, right. but, like, the people erecting it know what's going to happen. Uh, they know. It's part of They're, it. It's got to be part of the fun. It is. It's got to be. Now you're trying to make it as hard as possible for yep. these people. They tried fireproofing the goat, but that was proven to be mostly ineffective. Okay. And in 2016, the goat was destroyed mere hours after it was dedicated. <laughs> Which, give it some time. You got to give it a week or two, guys. You got to give it a week or two. You can't do it right away. No. But if you... If you, Savor it. But they said if you do it with enough time left, they'll erect another one. Oh, okay. So, like, so I guess they just built a new one. Right. In good news... Now, is it still made out of straw? Yes. Well, maybe that's why it keeps burning so easily. <laughs> Again, I think it's part of the fun. <laughs> there was also an, an American recently who was arrested, got caught, trying <laughs> to do it. Uh, get out of there, America. Yeah. This isn't your goat to burn. Yeah, and, like, they basically were like, oh, I didn't realize it was, we weren't supposed to do oh, that. Oh, whatever. Get out. Go get back out. to your own country. But in good news, sort of, <laughs> the goat is on a bit of a record right now. It's on its longest streak ever oh, of really? surviving. Oh, nice. Well, come on, Norwegians. It's Get gone, in there and burn that sucker. It's gone three whole Christmases in a row. Remember, it's only survived ten times. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So Somebody better those, burn that sucker down. For 2020, someone's got to burn Somebody's got to burn that sucker Come down. on, Norway. You know what? Oh, Maybe wait, wait, that's this why... Nor they... This isn't Norway, by the way. It's Sweden. We should... Come on, Swedes. Come on. Come on. <laughs> that sounded very aggressive. Well, I want to see it burned. Maybe that's why we're having such bad years. You guys haven't been burning your goat. Exactly. You ever Egg. think about that, Sweden? <laughs> You're destroying the world by not burning this is your goat. All your fault. This is all your fault. <laughs> Politics, coronavirus, <laughs> all your fault. It's just been building up to this. Should have burned that damn goat. They should like blow it up with like a rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the facts I have for today. Yay! Yay! Those are fun facts. So now we're gonna talk about home for Christmas. Oh Boo. My, my first impression of the show 
was that it's only 30 minutes long. <laughs> so that's good for me. That's a good start for me. Although okay. it felt a little long. <laughs> I think it lowered my blood pressure. Oh, lot. because I was zoning out. I was maybe? zoning. I mean, like, I liked the quaint Norwegianness of it. Right. It felt very quiet and staid. <laughs> but I was not really into the story at all. Yeah, yeah. To me, it felt a lot like the recent uh, Discovery season. Just really bland and boring. Yeah, just like something <laughs> has to happen, right? Yeah. And Michael Burnham doesn't have to be in every episode. <laughs> She's our hero. Yes, she does. But she doesn't have to be the answer to every problem. She's our hero. Yes, she does. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, about a 30-year-old woman named Johanna Yeah. who... I don't even really understand the title of the show, Home for Christmas. She seems like she's home She's all always the time. home for Christmas. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's like a special thing. I guess because she has to work Christmas Eve. I guess so. So this time she's not going to be working Christmas Eve because of her fake boyfriend? Yes. She has a fake boyfriend because her boyfriend broke up with her three years three ago. Three years ago. I thought it was like a three-week, three-month thing. Three but months. no. It's been three years, and she's still, like, uh, hides under a table whenever she sees this dude. Yes. This dude already has a new family. He's got kids going to college. He's got kids three going years to college. very precocious. Yeah. <laughs> smart-ass kids. Smart-ass kids. Like, Doogie Howser smart. But still can't use the potty. <laughs> <laughs> they develop at different rates. Different rates. Different yeah. rates. Different rates. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yes, like, yeah, I agree with you. The way they were reacting, the way she, I mean, she jumps under a yeah. table in a dirty like cafeteria in order to hide from her ex boyfriend from three years ago. Yeah, and then her mother at the dining room table is like, "What about that guy you dated three years ago? He was great. Why are you bringing up that?" Yeah, like it was three years ago. It's been three years. Get over I it. I think I just have a real hard time relating to these type of stories because mm-hmm. in my mind. Now, if you're in that position, if you're in Johanna's position, mm-hmm. you know that you're not happy. <laughs> you know, like, and you're obviously maybe if if you want someone, if you if you even want someone, maybe you don't want to be, maybe you just want to be single. Who knows? Yeah. Who cares? I think the family's terrible because if I was in the family's position, if it was our kids, yeah, I mean, I would just be there for our kids. Yeah, there's no way I would pressure them to do anything. They Why do I do. care? Like, as long as you're happy, your happiness is all that matters. Yeah. And me pressuring you is not bringing you more happiness. No, it's definitely not. So you're being a really shitty parent. Yes. <laughs> so, all of the parents on these shows are really shitty. Yeah. I don't understand why that would be so important to me. Yeah. All that would matter to me is our kids' happiness. Yeah, that's all I care about. So, yeah. And then, then on top of that, so we have that kind of rom-com trope going on over here. And then we also have her, who who's, like, desperate for a guy. It's really disturbing. I didn't like it because she's she's completely capable. Like I said, she's that perfect woman, quote-unquote. Yeah. You know, she's pretty. She's capable she's in her smart. job. She's super smart. She's funny. She She's a gamer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, she does all of these things, and yet she's so pathetic because she has zero self-esteem. Yeah. I mean, absolutely zero self-esteem. Exactly. She can't just own her life that she's in, and she's in a really good life. Yeah, she is in a really good life. So I think that's what really pisses me off is that a lot of these characters have a perfect life, but, oh, they don't have a boyfriend? They're not able to appreciate it. Now, granted, this is the first episode of a however many episode series, probably like eight, nine, ten episodes. Like, maybe that's what she learns. No, no, she's not going to learn that. She's not because there's a season two. 
Yeah, there's not. What's the conflict? She's, she she's just going to get herself a boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. That's going to be what it yeah. is. Because it turns out, as you're watching the show, there's like tons of dudes who want to be with her. Everybody wants to be with her. Everybody wants to be she's with her. She's just being picky about the fact that they No, she's not have... even being picky. She doesn't even realize they exist. No, because in the speed dating thing, they're, they're all about her. Um, <laughs> Hello. Those guys That's were not being picky. <laughs> Those guys That's were having standards. <laughs> Micro penises, we learned about. <laughs> she reminds them of her mother. Of their mother, yes. Uh, that one. Then now, f- <laughs> sex then, with the dragon nerd. Yeah. Who would you choose? A sex with the dragon nerd. You would just have sex with the dragon nerd? Well, hell yeah. He's a virgin. He doesn't have STDs. And he's interested in some kinky sex. Okay. It might be fun. Okay. I would I would go with the guy who liked musicals. <laughs> yeah, of course you would. I, I had that nailed down. I was like, okay, so if we were doing this, I'd go after the virgin nerd. And he would go after the musicals. His, his first question is like, have you ever seen the musical Cats? And I'm like, yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, I you have. You actually answered it. You were like, yes. <laughs> and then he like lists off some more. I'm like, yes. 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 <laughs> I did like the mafia guy though, who was like, "Yeah, yeah I just take him out to the woods, I just murdered his teeth. A dude. Oh, so you're a nurse, so you don't mm. mind blood? Then that's good that's to good. know. That's good to know." <laughs> <laughs> One thing I did like about the show, though, and I think this is because it's European, <laughs> um, is there was a scene that actually threw me for a little bit for a loop because hmm. she's a is she a nurse? She's a nurse. She's right? a nurse. She's yeah. a nurse. She's going in to meet with this doctor over this patient. Who has COPD? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that, the translations on that one were. Wow, wow. I had no idea what was it happening was like, with it that. It was like two different dimensions. <laughs> but um, one is saying she's having a heart attack. The other <laughs> one saying she has coronavirus. <laughs> and we were like, "What does she actually she, have?" Yeah, she says the dubs say like, "I'm a million years old," and then the thing says, "I'm a hundred years old," and then she says, "I'm eighty-five years old." Yeah, like, and then it says, "I've got a foot in the grave." <laughs> 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 I was like, "Well, what is it? Which is it?" <laughs> but he ordered a cat scan mm-hmm. of her and as they're walking out Johanna says to the doctor she says oh I've noticed this and this and this about her mm-hmm. um, I don't think a cat scan would be good we should check for this and he doesn't question her at all yeah that was pretty nice that was very impressive to me that's the European sexy doctor it. with the v-neck yes yeah, <laughs> he's, he's got the v-neck undershirt <laughs> I was like what's with the chest hair coming out <laughs> what's this supposed to be I don't think that's proper uh, hospital attire <laughs> exactly I don't want your chest hair in my I don't want your chest bathroom. hair on me <laughs> but like yeah I thought it was really cool that like in, like, an American TV show, they would have been like, you're just a nurse. You don't know what you're yes, talking about. Exactly. I'm the doctor. This show, he actually was like, well, let me check that out. And yeah. he checks it out, and she's right. And he's like, mm-hmm. okay, great. You know. Well, so, because she also knew the patient's name, and he did not, even though the chart was right in front of him. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> They're all wearing name tags, guys. <laughs> it's not hard to get wrong. Again, there's not, like, a lot of, there's not a lot of plot here. It starts in medias res. It starts with her at dinner, and then it flashes back, and then we can pick up. She's pissed that she has to sit at the kid's side of the table, but really, she's at the head of the table. Center of attention. She's at the head of the table. I'm just saying, maybe own it and become a queen. And her family, That's all I'm saying. And her family is upset because she's working a double shift on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Pretty much she ends up that because she doesn't have anyone. She doesn't have a, a, a husband or a or family. Kids. yeah. So, and, and, like, I get that sucky, but I do also... 
get that, too. Yeah. But then, so she's so tired of everyone harping on her. And I have to agree, it was exhausting. It was exhausting. And I was like, you people are the worst. I'm not even the one dealing with this. and mm-hmm. like, But, like, I am because I'm watching your dumb show. So I am sort of dealing yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. And there's no nothing to, like, alleviate it a lot. There's mm-hmm. flashes of humor here and there. But, like, nothing really to cut that constant. Again, it feels very european in that sense. <laughs> where we're just, like, we're going to put you in this emotional space. We're going to keep you there. <laughs> and you're going to stay there and deal with it. Right. But they're all harping on her. So she lies. And she's like, oh, I do have a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you do? And she doesn't give them Well, yeah, name. because they want to set her up with their single co-worker. And... Or this albino with, like, Four fingers. Like, I don't mind albinos, but then they just start, like, picking at this dude. I just, like, piling stuff on. I'm like, what is wrong with you people? Why are you bullying this poor made-up character? (laughs) This poor made-up character. (laughs) Fictional characters have feelings, too, you know? Exactly. But then they all act like... So then she's like, she has just told them, I won't be here because I have to work a double shift on Christmas. Mm -hmm. And then they keep on her. Then she lies in that same conversation. I do have a boyfriend. They're like, oh, cool, then you can get out of work. And I'm like, she's a nurse at a hospital. She's not like She's a, the only one there. She's not a barista. She's not like working yeah. the copy center at Staples. She yeah. can't just like get someone to cover for her. Well, even she says in a line, I can't say no to this. But they all expect her to do it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And then she only has 24 hours, uh, 20, sorry, 24 days to do it. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, the longer it takes you to do it, the more effed up it's going to be if you yep. have to like swap out your shift. Oh yeah, definitely. Especially yeah. if you don't end up with your boyfriend. <laughs> exactly. Basically at the end we end up with a, a meat cute of sorts. Classic meat cute. Oh classic. She goes through. Even though the bartender's eyeing her being like, oh, she asked that guy out. Yeah, I like the like, bartender. Every dude there once, sir. Every dude. But you said they aren't good catches. Uh, the speed daters. The bartender's great. The doctor's great. Well, he's kind of a dork tool. Okay, well, here's the, here's the three people. Yeah, here's, yeah. The, here's the three dudes who are, I Potential. Guess, I think potentials. On the level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who do you think... So we got the doctor, we got the bartender, mm-hmm. and then we have the guy she meets. The typewriter master's degree that guy. Yeah, the guy who d- insists on writing on a, on a typewriter but doesn't number the pages yeah. of the manuscript. Uh, instantly, right there, he's a no-go. He's a no-go, Because right? he didn't even have the forethought to number his dumb pages. If you can't take care of something that means that much to and you, like you his put that dumb much excuse, love and effort into His dumb it? excuse was there wasn't any carbon paper. Yeah. So he didn't have the pink copies. Yeah. But like, and it's like, um, in 2020, I get that you're like a technophobe. I get yeah, that. Yeah. Number your damn pages. Exactly. If you are not going to use <laughs> technology, then if you're going to live in this analog world, you need to prepare for that. Yeah. You put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in this. Yeah. So that tells me that you care for something, but you're neglectful of the thing that that's you care right. for. That's right. That's right. He's no go. He's a no go. He had a flesh colored beard, and that's a no go. Yes, too. that is a no go. <laughs> That is a no-go. Short, flesh-colored beards are gross. They're disturbing. <laughs> Color that thing if you either want to keep gro- the beard. Either grow it out <laughs> or shave it off. You don't get stubble. No. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that's how the, basically the show ends. Mm-hmm. You know, like, she is leaving the speed dating thing. She runs into the mm-hmm. typewriter guy, tosses his paper. Classic, Like I said, classic. 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 Well, she even says it's like a movie in a theater. And I was like, so you're going to be taking him she on your very first date. date into probably a rom-com movie. Yeah, that's what she wanted to go see, a rom-com. And that's what I was actually going to ask you. Mm-hmm. What is a good movie for a first date? 
I prefer comedies. You think comedies are comedy slash actions, which is why we went to Starsky and Hutch together. That's a good one. And we also went to see Star Wars together. Yes, we did. Yeah, because comedy slash action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You really can't mess up there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, yeah. rom coms, you can mess up. You're already putting a lot of pressure on people. Mm-hmm. Let's just have fun and enjoy this because the first thing that you want to do when dating is make a friend. Make a friend. Yes. If you can't be friends with that person, you definitely can't romance that person. Well, they say that the best way to heighten a connection is through something that raises your. Your blood pressure. Yeah, which you, is why you took me to a really scary roller coaster I theme took park. First date was first date. Not to a movie. So I was like, I took you to a theme park. My where adrenaline there were was coasters. already rushing, and, and then I was I like, tricked you. Uh, yeah, so I got tricked. You know, for this long. You've for this st- long. You're still riding that high of the whole coaster. <laughs> Loved it, as I love roller coasters. <laughs> so that's probably why I was so scared that I was like, this is my partner for life. See, I have a problem with, I, A, I think, personally, I think that movies are not a great choice for a first mm-hmm. date. I don't think so either. You can't talk. You're not talking. Yeah. So then you have to pick the right movie. See, I disagree with comedies, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because comedies today tend to lean towards more raunchiness, and I don't know if mm-hmm. raunchy humor is what you want on, like, a first date. I wouldn't take them to a raunchy comedy. Honey. But uh, what name me a comedy is not kind of treading in that water these days. Well, I don't know any new okay, movies. Okay, that's right. That's I don't know any new movies. Uh, oh, oh, Bill and Ted? F*** you. Jumanji 2? <laughs> F*** you. Those aren't raunchy. Those are good comedies. <laughs> well, okay. Okay, okay. There you go. Yeah, back off my case. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to take you on a shitty <laughs> <kiddie> date. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, I would want a movie that's interesting but not too interesting. Okay, yeah, because you kind of yeah. want to be able to, like, talk smack about it. Yeah, you want to have yeah. something to discuss about it. I don't think rom-coms are a great idea. They're, they're a bad, bad I idea. I think it's a bad idea. Bad idea. I think thrillers are kind of a bad idea. Yeah, don't do not do dare take me to a scary movie. Well, because, like, especially if you don't know what the movie is. If it's, like, a, just like a, hey, I've never seen this movie. Let's go watch this thriller. Oh, and there's, like, five rape scenes. Exactly. You don't yeah. want anything like that. Or, mm-hmm. like, horror movies mm-hmm. probably are not great. Although... Going with the... Th- I do enjoy zombie movies. Yeah, yeah, you do enjoy a good... <laughs> you, you do enjoy a good zombie movie. I like watching people <laughs> eat brains. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's um, that's pretty much the show. <laughs> I mean, do you have anything else you want to add, really, to it? No. I mean, really not a lot happens. We're just... Yeah. We're in this woman's world where the whole world is against you for being single yeah. essentially I said it a few podcasts ago and I'm going to say it again these TV shows should really only be movies because yeah. you're spreading it out over the course of five hours instead of an hour and a half mm-hmm. and there's just so much extra BS it's boring it's slow it's prodding everything that happened in this episode could have happened in the first five minutes yep. of a 90 minute movie yep and we would have already had it figured out yeah and then you and then you can That's what tropes are for. Yeah. They save time. Exactly. So you're doing a 5-hour trope? Yeah, exactly. Do you know how repetitive and boring that is? No. <laughs> <laughs> Want to hear what other people have to say? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, the first one is from Filing Dalen and they say <laughs> it's horrible. 
Hmm. Is a horrible acting. I don't think the no, acting is no, bad. No, no. I thought I liked her. Yeah. Except uh, for her lack of confidence. I think everyone acquitted themselves fine. Yeah. Like I don't think there was any bad acting in the movie. Yeah, so. I like the actress. I thought she did great. Yeah, I thought so too. Overly awkward. Yes. It, yeah. Like, like we were saying, it just kind of keeps you in there with no mm-hmm. reprieve. There's yeah. no levity to it. Yeah. It's just constant. Like if you have parents that like nag you all the time yeah. that's what this show is for 30 minutes it's not escapist <laughs> it's not it's it's stockholm syndrome i feel really bad for you if you have parents like that yeah and it seems to have been written by an eight-year-old with a poor imagination no i, I don't know it's, nah. no that's eight-year-olds would put in some uh oh sex dragons yeah okay so never yeah. mind yeah never mind you think never mind know about sex dragons do they know <laughs> about sex dragons you know eight-year-olds know this year, everything this these year years. these, these yeah, days yeah, yeah. Only reason why I gave it two instead of one, because I guess there was no one-star reviews, mm. is that I laughed once. That's a very generous star. <laughs> That's a very generous. That must have been a good chuckle. There, there was a good life-expanding chuckle you had. Good chuckle. I mean, there was a there was a few good lines. Yeah. But again, I would choose either go with dubs or go with subs. Mm. Don't try to do both because yep. it it just really was off-putting. Mm-hmm. The things not lining up the way they should be. Yeah. This person gave it 10 stars. A. Steele says, was not expecting that. (laughs) (laughs) What were were you you expecting? Home for Christmas? Do you think they were going to start slaughtering each other? (laughs) I thought it was the story of one person (laughs) packing up a moving van, moving back home for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) And having to pay all these dumb fines. Uh, this person says, I usually skip over subtitled TV shows. Well, then but you're missing out. Ne- Netflix, really. Yeah, you are. You're missing I, out. I actually, like I said, I really wish I had watched this with subs rather yeah. than dubs. I think because, you know, better. there are a lot of really great foreign films out there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I usually skip them over, uh, but I got it so into the characters and the story, I almost forgot I was reading while watching. This is charming, quirky, and heartfelt series. The ending. Wow. I gasped. She killed everybody? I need to know! She killed everybody. She murders everyone. She murders everybody. Is, and is then she meets her soulmate with Dexter, and they start serial killing Yeah, this together. is like all those like um, Scandinavian thrillers, like The <laughs> Snowman. And the... Oh, my God. What was that one we watched with, like, The Flood or something? Oh, that was good. That was excellent. It was completely dubbed, too. Yeah. Oh, what was that called? We didn't even know it walking into it. It was like a... It was like a fjord that got flooded. Or yeah, something. that was a really good oh, movie. Oh, that movie was really Such good. Such a good movie. I don't even remember the uh, title. What was it. the title? Oh, was it the wave? Was it just the wave? Because I mm. want to call it the fifth wave, but that's like a YA. That's movie. That's like a yeah. That's a dumb YA alien movie. Yeah. So, but it was something was like it, that. Oh, uh, what uh, was it? It was look something. Up that... Norwegian film about a big flood in a fjord. And, yeah. And watch that. That was excellent because I love those natural disaster movies. That was good. Dante's Peak is like top for me. <laughs> Talk. Every time we see, we were watching The Mandalorian the other day, yeah. and the IG-11 get, jumps into the lava and starts walking, and we're like, oh, it's like the grandma, Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak. <laughs> I love that movie so much. Do you want me to look up that movie? Should I look it yeah, up? Yeah, look that up. Okay. Google it. Yeah, okay. Okay. It, it is called The Wave. Oh, it is right. just called The Wave? Okay. It is cool. And uh, let me see, is it available anywhere? Might as well really go into some recommendations right now. Yeah. I think we watched it on Netflix, so I'm going to look there. Okay. 
Yeah, I think we did too because I I was sick or something and I really wanted to watch natural disaster movies because those always make me feel better. Yes. Like Day After Tomorrow, that movie's such garbage. I love it. And, <laughs> and hey, it's not garbage. Dante's Peak is like like I said, my top, my favorite. Yes. When it comes to natural disaster movies, it's so hilarious and awesome. I love it. All right, let's see here. It's a 2015 movie. Mm-hmm. And it's on Netflix? No, it's not. Oh. Let me see if it's on. Oh, it is on, it's currently on Hulu and Amazon Prime Nice, so, nice. If you have a chance, I'd watch it. Yeah, do not watch Home for Christmas. No, no, And no. watch The Wave. It yeah. is a really good movie. It's yeah. really fun. And if you just want to go around slaughtering people, Valhalla is the way to go. But if you want to actually assassinate things, I would recommend Syndicate. That's what I'm playing right now, the really old Assassin's Creed Syndicate. And that one is all about assassinations and kidnapping. And you're actually doing sneaky stuff. That's good. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Yes, I just don't see Vikings as sneaky. They're not sneaky. And she even, like, a lot of the characters even come out and be like, well, I'm putting my hidden blade, the hidden blade, outside of my jacket so everyone can see it. So dumb. I'm like, what is the point of having a hidden blade (laughs) when you're showing it? This is stupid. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm dumbfounded by this choice is all. Yeah, yeah. Just dumbfounded. And I really would have preferred to have more of a Norwegian feel to it. Yeah. Like the entire game happened in Norway, but they bring it to Dark Ages England instead. And it's yeah. like, we've been in England like a million times. Yeah. You going to watch Cats with me later? God, no. There you go. You going to have sex with a dragon with me later? Sure. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so, Home for Christmas, just to wrap up, would you green light this show? No. No, right? No. 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 Like, I don't... I don't understand this a show about Christmas. I don't either. I don't because, get it. Because the other thing is, if you're going to make a TV show, you want to make it something that you can enjoy anytime. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm not popping on Home for Christmas in July. No. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Well, I don't know. I have a lot of authors that I work with that make their Christmas in July stuff. Well, yeah, I guess people do celebrate Christmas in July. I just don't see it as like, if you're going to do that, I would just do a movie. It's like 90 minutes long or something yeah. like that and just think that's fun. And yeah, exactly. You know, on. I have to say, the quality of this year's rom-com output has been terrible. It has been terrible. It has been terrible. They used to be funny and hilarious and not on purpose. Yeah. Now they're just terrible. I think it's become like a thing now. They're and just kind of generating it, it. Yeah, now that it's yeah. become like a thing, like the the whole bad rom-com mm-hmm. genre, Yeah. like it's just become too much. And yeah. it's diluted what made it special in the first place. I agree completely. A few years ago, before this all happened, we were cool. <laughs> we, were, we were doing this, yeah. you know, and everyone else thought we were crazy. Yeah. They were great. Oh, know? they were hilarious. So they were perfect. Yeah, yeah. And, and now it's just like, they're not even fun bad. No, they're, they're not just... even imaginative anymore. Like, you know, a lot of people make fun of the spirit of Christmas, the one with great. the ghost, the hipster ghost. Yeah. That is special. Yes. Because it was an imaginative piece of work. Instead yeah. of, you know, Ghosts of Christmas Past, you've got a ghost you fall in love with. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's a kind of a different... Take on these rom coms, and that was enjoyable. But all of these others, it's all just the same. My parents are harping on me to get a date, yeah. And it's always like the Christmas wedding planner, the wedding planner's Christmas, like it's like, ugh, okay, yeah. And then I love the very first Christmas Prince idea, 
Yes. But now there's like 500 of them. All of them. There's always some kind of prince involved. And there's always the queen mother either being, she's great for him, or the queen mother being like, she's a peasant. Yeah. It's one or the other. So it's one or the other. And it's just, it's boring. Yeah. I think we got to find a new holiday tradition of some sort. Yeah, I think we do too because I'm kind of over this now. Yeah. It's not fun anymore. No. It's not entertaining anymore. Yeah. When's yeah. all you jokers got involved? You ruined it. <laughs> you ruined Same way you're going to ruin Nova. <laughs> Nobody knows what you're talking about. They think you're talking about, like, the PBS show. <laughs> they ruined that, too. They got new cool fonts. <laughs> In the meantime, Piloting the Pilots releases each Tuesday and can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And rate and review us on iTunes if you feel like it. Yes, please. If we're cool. If we're cool. Don't leave a bad review. You guys don't. are assholes. <laughs> you know, you don't have to leave a bad review. Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm trying to be better about not leaving bad reviews mm-hmm. on things because, you know, no matter what, people are putting a lot of hard work yeah. and effort into it. Exactly. Most people aren't just churning things out. Now, if it's, like, specifically insulting or problematic in some way uh, and that's yeah. one thing if like you could tell it's coming from like a not genuine place yeah that's one thing mm-hmm. but like for the most part you just don't review it maybe that that show ends up with zero stars <laughs> but you know whatever anyway Give us five stars. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Please. <laughs> Please. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or email us, pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Next week, we will be, I think, wrapping it all up mm-hmm. with the movie a lot of people are actually talking about. So. Yeah, and now I'm actually eager to watch this one. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm eager to watch this. It's, a, it's different mm-hmm. uh, it from different. what I understand. Yes. And I don't remember the name of it off the top of my head. I think you probably do. It's Coming Home for Christmas. No. God, i got to look it up. A Christmas Home. Christmas Day. Christmas Christmas with my niece. Love for Christmas. Christmas love. Hold on. Christmas banging. Christmas banging. That's it. You got it. Banging your dragon for Christmas. Happiest season. Happiest season on Hulu. It's with Kristen Stewart. K-Stew. Yeah. And Aubrey Plaza. Mm-hmm. And um, I've heard a lot of... I don't know if I've heard good things about it, but I haven't necessarily heard bad things the about it. The only thing that I know about it is it's about a lesbian couple. Yes. And one of them hasn't come out of the closet to her parents. And so she's saying that her girlfriend, Kristen Stewart... It's just her friend. Oh, interesting. So, See, that so that's be a the drama. Bit, a little bit different spin. Here. Yes, that's that's the drama of it all. So yeah. So, so it's I, probably going to be pretty heavy, I would imagine. Yeah. That's so that's a big deal. We to might do. not be in such a good mood next week. <laughs> well, it. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> that might be too good of a movie. Like, I really don't want to. Uh, oh my God! You're gonna you're like gonna that. call an audible right here, right now, aren't you? Maybe. Wow. Maybe. Oh, God, what are we going to watch instead, though? No, we'll, we'll watch the movie. Okay. But if we end up watching something else, guys, you know why. Okay, okay, yeah. How about we'll, that? We'll let you know. We yeah. are going to watch the movie, but if we find it is not something that we think would be fun to talk about. Yeah. or if it'd be It's too... probably very important to talk about. Right, but, like, we'll let you know that, too. We'll, yeah. We'll probably come in here and be like... Hey, go see this it. This was really heavy. This was great. It was excellent. But it's not really something we feel we can... Um, okay. Our, we're not the people maybe to give... Exactly. Talk about it. Exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? 
That's, that would be my biggest yeah. concern. Like, perhaps w- I will be happy to amplify mm-hmm. it if it, you know, but I don't know if we should be really delving into it, you know? Yeah, exactly. But anyway, so yeah, so maybe. Maybe. We'll be talking about happy. I still season. think everybody needs to watch it. I mean, I have a, an alternate in mind, maybe. Okay. As a, may, as a maybe. As a maybe. So. We'll, Arthur Christmas? No. My favorite Christmas movie is Arthur Christmas. Yes, your favorite yeah. Christmas that movie. That one is and Arthur. Fred Claus. And I know what you're going to say about Fred Claus, it's guys. It's problematic. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> I get it. I'm right there with you. I just I just love the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a really hard time. I'm always torn because I love the heart behind it. Yeah. I love the whole story. But I hate those actors with a passion. <laughs> exactly. Like I really hate them. <laughs> so it's it's a it's a very conflicted a, movie for me, but yeah. one I also very it's, much love. Yeah, very much love. Yeah. Yeah. So I watch Fred Claus, I guess, too. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we will see. We will see you next week. And in the meantime, stay safe and mm-hmm. do all that good stuff for yourself. Take care of yourselves. Yeah. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.